little ones. We have a brand new way for you to be involved with the show and also be on the show. There's a new way for us to get audio and video comments from you guys, and it's called Yappa. Y-A-P-P-A. So go to ForteCatholic.com slash Yappa. That's Y-A-P-P-A. And you can leave uh, comments, suggestions, topic ideas, questions, whatever you want us to tackle on the show. I was going to say whatever you want us to tackle on the show, we'll do it. Within reason. <laughs> but we are looking for, for content from you guys and for you guys to be a part of the show. So send us some stuff in over at ForteCatholic.com slash Y-A-P-P-A. Now enjoy today's show. Felicitations, everyone. I'm Taylor Schroll. That is Olivia Newton-John. Olivia, how are you today? I'm fantastic, Taylor. How are you? Why do you always do it so fake? (laughs) Just to get you to say something. I just want your attention, Taylor. I want your love and your attention. I'm literally going to stare at you for the next hour. (laughs) It's your biggest dreams come true. (laughs) This is it. I'm now, I'm done. I don't even care that there's a pandemic because this is happening. I just used a thesaurus. Uh, what's your favorite dinosaur? <laughs> that might be the funniest thing you've ever said. Oh, I, boy, I hope not. <laughs> it, it, no, it really might be. <laughs> Wait, did you actually use a real thesaurus or you used your phone? What do you think? You used your phone. Of you don't own books. <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is I was looking to grab one and I can't find one. There's no way they sell thesauruses anymore. How do you say that? Thesaurus. I asked you a question. What's your favorite dinosaur? Oh, I really like the Brachiosaurus. Uh, I had bronchitis when I was younger. I didn't like it as much. (laughs) These are a lot of dad jokes for like the beginning of a show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show, everyone. For all of you that just tuned out, now we're going to get started. Really? Live. Yeah. I had a free Saturday. I had nothing to do on Saturday. <laughs> and I kind of, you know, spent all this time with my family and I you know, played video games and rest and relaxed. But there's a friend of mine that I just love and adore who Aww. lives about an hour and 15 minutes away from me. Yeah. So I drove an hour and 15 minutes to your house yes. to see Edmund Mitchell. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> I love well, that guy. He's one of my favorite people alive. You know what? I'm now getting DMs from people who just heard that. They're like, we love you, Liv. Don't listen to Taylor. Taylor's so mean. He's such a jerk to you. Uh, here, here's the thing. You Liv. came to see Edmund. Listen, I know that's the truth. You think you're going to drive an hour 15 to see me? Come on. That's not happening. Well, here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> thing. I drove an hour and 15 to see you a few months ago when you got into your new mansion, the new house that you love. It's not and a mansion. You have all these rules. Oh You're like, oh, you can't, you have, you have to come see me, but I, we have to be in separate rooms because of the COVID and you have to wear a mask and, oh, that mask isn't good enough. And I yelled at you on Saturday. That might be the fussiest I've ever been to you. People, You were like, oh, you can't be near me, but here's all of my food. Go make it yourself. I'm like, well, I'm touching all your food. <laughs> you like, ate just- my fig jam, by the way, and I even mailed you fig jam. You have your own and you ate it. You also, here's the thing. You <laughs> sent me some things that I'm not sure were edible. So- we oh all gosh. know that you are the, the wealthiest person on the podcast. 
Oh and my gosh, that's not true. Stop it. Well, if it, if it's not true, it's only a competition between you and Allison, and you love being in competition with Allison. Okay, what? You love, you triangulate. You love putting me and I've her against each other. I've never put you two other. against together. Allison and I love each other. Is she the hot one? Sure. But that's fine. You want me to be the wealthy one? Okay. That's because she has five kids. I bet, I bet, whatever. She married a doctor. I have two, I have half a kid. Wealthy. You're ridiculous. This you is have not half a, a kid. Wait, wait, wait. 200 square feet. That's, what is wrong with you? Yeah, what? almost double my house. You have two kids <laughs> and you just said you have half of one. So it's which joke, kid Taylor. did you completely disown and which do you only half love? Obviously, Zachary. And everyone loves Kana. She's everyone's favorite. She's going to have both our jobs one day. She's the best. She is kind of half a person. Okay. We, <laughs> <She's> uh, <short. laughs> like in all uh, episodes with you, uh, we, we, we just opened up all the threads. And I need now I have to do the job of walking it all back. So we're going to walk back, okay? So starting from the end, this is how you know who's winning the competition. Because Allison never brings up any competition with you. And you bring it up all the time, which means you're losing. I'm not bringing anything up. I I just said I love Allison. (laughs) Uh, Working back even, working back even further. Oh my gosh! uh, You sent me some food because you like I did. The whole thing on Saturday was I was supposed to surprise you, and then your life fell apart, and I couldn't surprise you anymore. But I came anyway. (laughs) I was going to surprise you by showing up, and then you were like, hey, I'm sending you something, so like, whenever we have this meeting, you can enjoy the same things that we're enjoying. And because you're way more bougie than me, uh, your words, not mine, uh, you sent me something that I never knew existed. I have eaten fish. I like fish. Uh, like I, I'm a big fan of tilapia. That's what poor poor people eat. <laughs> so, Stop. I love they tilapia. They eat catfish. No, no, catfish is way too decadent for me. Is it? I don't know. I'm from Louisiana. I always ate fried catfish. I have no idea. I don't eat fish, so I have no idea what people eat. That's that's so. You sent me something you hate. Awesome. We'll get into that. I know you would love it because I hate it. Yeah. No. Well, here's the thing: is I didn't love it, and (laughs) I, but at the same time. I can't say I didn't love it because I didn't try it because I'm terrified of what you sent me. I've had fish before. I've had cooked fish, and I love sushi. I'm a big fan of, like, uncooked food, I guess, right? But you sent me something I didn't – I never knew there was a middle. I knew there was raw, and I knew there was cooked. You sent me something. You sent me this box, and it was very generous of you. Harry and David. It's Harry and David. Sure, whatever. They're not sponsors. So uh, (laughs) you sent me cheese. The cheese was like they had cooling packs to keep it cold. You sent me something else that had cooling. I think it was the the wine. Wine. was a little chilled. I sent you a bottle of wine. The one thing that wasn't chilled is the thing that I think should have been chilled. It was the fish. And the reason it wasn't chilled is because it's smoked fish. I just learned about this. And from my kid, my 17 year old. Yeah. He, he thinks he taught me a lot Saturday and I just tuned him (laughs) out after a while. He's very 17. He, yeah, he is. He's like, I was just like, man, like I was annoyed at some point (laughs) because I wasn't annoyed at him. I was annoyed realizing how adults had to interact with me when I was 17 (laughs) because I was the same as that kid, you know, like just have opinions on all the things I just learned about yesterday. You know, like I just, just loved it. It was good. Yes. I like that. Very 17. But you sent me this fish that 
I don't think is I, I don't think I can eat it. I'm sure you spent a lot of money on it, but I, I don't think I can eat it because I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> I had to sell one of my Teslas just to send you this box from here. I was Peter. real worried about what you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I don't own a Tesla. I just wanna I just wanna fan the flame of this fantasy that Taylor has about this. It can I tell them what it was? It w- it smoked fish, and Taylor is acting like I sent him. I went to Alaska, I plucked out a salmon from the claws of a bear, and I stuck it in a foil pack, and I put it in a wood crate, and I mailed it to his house. Is that what I made it sound like? Because if I did, I was mistaken. how I heard it. I never pictured you fighting a bear ever. Now, (laughs) at some points, I wish I, I I sometimes picture a bear fighting you, but that's a whole other thing. (laughs) I said smoked salmon, and this thing came, this whole box came with these wonderful, like, flat like flatbreads kind of cracker things that are like sea salted and and then a jar of fig jam which is like my favorite thing on the planet and then like this artichoke pesto situation so you're supposed to take the fish and eat it with the i i even know what to do and i don't even eat fish and put it with the flatbread like put it on the cracker taylor it's salmon it's smoked they've done it since little house on the price is like the 1800s in a barrel i don't know what they do yeah i think that's the thing though it's like the like people were like oh this is what they did 300 years ago i'm like <laughs> we've evolved so like why are we doing this why so, why are rich people doing the things that the poorest people did 300 years ago <laughs> the poor are always brilliant no one gives them credit you're the worst you know what fine go give that salmon to someone else not me i don't need go give it to allison tell her she won there's a dog in my neighborhood i'm sure i can't believe it. you're not even gonna try it sam won't try it give it to, full, to give it to a kid let somebody try it i don't want anyone in my family to get sick yes harry and david has made a living on sending smoked salmon so people get sick you're hilarious anyway I'll, next time i'll send you pears i'll send you something really boring thank you <laughs> i was trying to be nice for the meeting but yes you did come in and you surprised me and you surprised edmund who you two have an adorable bromance. It was like watching Matt Damon and what's his face like in real life or Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake. It was, it was beautiful. It was this beautiful, cute little y'all held hands and skipped through the forest. It was really precious to watch. There are two people that are matched with Matt Damon. Oh, and I ben really want to know. Okay, ben okay, okay. Affleck. Wait, who's the I, other one? I figured that's what you were yeah, thinking. Yeah, I'm But Affleck. I think yeah. we're more like Matt Damon and Jimmy Kimmel. I'm Jimmy Kimmel. Are they and he's a thing? Matt Damon. Oh. Uh, do you not know? For 10 years, Jimmy, Kill- Jimmy Kimmel has not allowed Matt Damon on the show and he keeps sneaking on the show. That's oh, Edmund and I's relationship. That's cute. Okay, well, y'all can be them. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't write an Oscar winning film with Edmund. Not yet. So yeah, we'll do that that relationship. That's perfect. But y'all were really cute. It was fun to watch. It was nice. It was a nice little, it was, you brought joy, even though I yelled at you. That is the fussiest I've ever gotten you. I think the listeners would have actually loved all of that. Cause I was like, mama bear. It was so funny. Cause like literally anytime <laughs> I would walk, I was like the puppet master and you were on the strings and which is uh, what I always desire. Right. And uh, every time I got up, I would take a step towards you. You had to get up out of your comfy chair and move away because you wanted to maintain the CDC says six feet. You wanted 60. Can I, (laughs) you're so funny. And I didn't want to be a jerk and be mean and say all these things to you. Oh, you didn't want to. Wow. That didn't work out well. Yeah. Okay. Until you started pushing me, but here's the reason why I have done, diabetes i have type 2 diabetes i've been a diabetic which here's what's fascinating i've had diabetes for 22 years which is a long time to have this disease fascinating 
you're the worst. So I'm over here <laughs> saying to this kid, Taylor, who's nine, hey, like, you can't hug me. You can't be with me. Like, I'm the person they're talking about on the news. You can get COVID and be fine. He probably has COVID and he's probably fine and asymptomatic and licks things. I've got the antibodies. I could have made you stronger. You're the worst. I'm over here. All I said was, I don't have the luxury to get sick. I don't. And here's the other thing I was trying to explain to Taylor. I've been Yes, sick that's the thing we've all realized life. today is that you don't have luxury in your life for <laughs> sure. Oh. oh, I don't have the privilege of being sick. <laughs> I pay someone else to be sick for me. Me. It was me. I got it. <laughs> so, yes, I was a little feisty because you you don't want to talk about because we're not talk, we don't talk about this. But I spent my entire life being very, very ill. And so the last thing I want is to be sick. So, yes, I am being very cautious. Well, let's talk about my problems. Let's do that because uh, I'm perfectly fine talking that. about my problems on the show. Perfect. So, <laughs> I come to your house. Uh, mainly just to hang out. Your life was falling apart, so I came to save you. I'm like oh my Jesus gosh. in this scenario. Uh, <laughs> uh, Santo subito, immediately. Uh, we could use a we could use a th- thesaurus in Latin. What's a, what's the thesaurus word for Santo subito? The soria. Sure, I don't know what that means, and I don't the think sor- you do either. The soria. That sounds really good. The sor- I, you didn't hear the question. The I just realized what you're doing, and you definitely are answering a question that was not asked. Um, so I'm just chilling at your house. I just came to hang out. I was I was already planning on coming, and then you were like, "Oh no, don't come. We don't want you." I'm like, "Well, I'm coming anyway." And Edmund said it. Don't throw me under the bus. Yeah, you and Edmund didn't want me there. I felt great about that after I planned my whole day around it. We didn't. So know I showed you were up coming. anyway. Because I've built my entire life around being places that I'm not wanted. So I figured, what's another day doing that? So we, you're the I drove worst. down, and we're, we're having a good time. Ed- Edmund built this beautiful studio for you, uh, which, by it's the way, really awesome. one of the primary reasons I showed up was so that we could have it work for this show. And if you're watching on YouTube, you could see this is not the fancy new studio. So I don't know why I went. I really, really don't. <laughs> Uh, you sent me a text li- uh, like while we were there, we did a test recording for what today's show would be like and everything worked perfectly. And you sent me a text yesterday. And you were like, the electrical audio doesn't work. And I'm like, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try to fix it because I was literally there and everything worked. I and did then- write the electrical audio does not work. And Taylor wrote back, LOL. What and I just went to bed. I, I just I just didn't have energy for anything else. I just, I just went to sleep. I was like, I just can't do this. We'll we'll do it the old school way. I don't know things, Taylor. I uh, don't, it's obvious. I'm it's crazy. why I showed up. But whatever. You broke it after I left. So an electrician is coming tomorrow. No, poor Edmund was here till eight p.m. last night. Drove to Dallas, which is four hours. They texted me like almost midnight, saying we just got home. So he worked all day yesterday trying to fix it, but we have an electrician coming tomorrow. I don't know what happened. Something about Poor a guy. breaker. I don't know. Yeah. The electrical audio. <laughs> You've broken me, that's for sure. Uh, break him. So uh, I'm there. We're all just kind of hanging out. And I like it when we both just cleared our throat. We're radio <laughs> professionals. Trans, tra- just trans. trans tra- tra- I, I'm not, I don't know what I was trying to say. <laughs> We're broken this morning. So I'm sitting at your house. We're all hanging out. You know, everybody else is fine. You're standing next to Edmund without his mask. But me, I need to be 60 feet away. That is not uh, true. Oh, it was 100% true. I noticed it a bunch of times. Not uh, even close to true. So 
he, he's building the studio and everything's pretty much done when I arrive, which is when I like to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your timing was impeccable. You're like, I'm here, everybody. And Edmund's like, click and we're done. Like that poor boy had been working for like four days. It's know, he, awesome. It is and really it, and awesome. And it's great. And people need to go follow at DLiv Harrison on, on Instagram and you'll see you the whole studio. It. It's very nice. It's really cool. But I thought I came at the right time because it looked like everything was done. And then... <laughs> You spent like I'm. I am not exaggerating. I had to think about it and like be like, okay, what time did I start texting this person? What time did I finish? You spent forty five minutes trying to buy furniture. It was forty five minutes that was trying not to buy my furniture. Fault. You were on your phone, and I, I, I got to watch you fall apart. Usually, my role in your life is you fall apart and then you call me, so I don't get to see the process. I just see. <laughs> From like jumping off of a cliff to like let's calm down, You're the worst. and I fix I fix everything in your life, right? Oh my gosh, this is killing me right now. What I got to watch you fall apart in front <clears throat> uh-huh. of my eyes because you were all happy and fine. Everybody's here to see Olivia. Everything's great. Your whole garage is being transformed, but you can't get the sofa you want. And I watch you just crumble. I okay. just watch you crumble. <laughs> I'm so you mad. Kept at trying you. To, you kept trying to buy, you know. You're trying to spend so all this. You, you spent your husband's money every 10 minutes while I was there. And I'm watching you try to buy this Ikea stuff, which I didn't know rich people shopped at Ikea. So that was news to me. And uh, you I've, told me to shop there. I've never shopped at Ikea in my life. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was, point proven. I was doing what Edmund said. And Edmund was like, here you go. Here's my phone. Fill up the cart. And I'll go pick it up, blah, blah, blah. So I do. And when I'm doing it, it's like, we will be delivering this on on Valentine's Day. On Easter, what? Holiday. Halloween. It's like, we will deliver this on October 31st. And I'm like, Edmund, I don't understand. It keeps saying that they're going to deliver it. And so he was going back into the app and everything. And it kept registering for Frisco, Texas. I don't live in Frisco, Texas. I live four hours away from Frisco, Texas. So I get another phone and I fill up the card again. And again, it does this whole thing. We'll deliver on Halloween. Or you could pick it up here in Frisco, Texas. And I'm like, OMG, like, what is the deal? Why can we not? It's 2020. You can pick up everything everywhere now. So I should be able to like, seriously, anything. You could register and then you could just curbside the world. And it wouldn't do it. And so I did not care about the couch. You're ridiculous. I watched first world problems completely crumble you <laughs> from great mood to like literally you left. You went inside. You left the, oh the vicinity. You went inside. And I was like, I'm going to let her cool down. And then I'm going to go fix the problem. Because that's what I'm here for in your life is to fix all your problems. That's, that is true. That is the only reason you're in my life. So, <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank I, you. I understand that. And it's perfectly fine. Uh, just keep the money coming. So I, I, I walk <laughs> exactly. in the house. Nothing can happen to Nathan. No one wants Nathan to die. All my friends need Nathan to stay alive. 100%. 100% he, he is 100% the best Harrison. So... Uh, and then it's Kana, and then it's up. It's you and your Wait, son. Are, it depends are on who's talking between yeah. you and Nate. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whichever one is talking is in last. Right. <laughs> so, That's exactly right. So I walk in your house. I get this brash idea. And I'm like, Edmund's like, we should go. We should just go pick it up. And I'm like, well, my car can't hold it. I've got a Prius. <laughs> you know, and a, <laughs> he, he's like, my, his car, like his wife needed his car. Right. So like, you know, you have eight cars because you're wealthy. I oh literally drove up and I'm like, who who all's here? Like, I, I thought it was just Edmund and his wife. And you're like, oh, yeah, we own all these cars. So I, I, I walk in the house. You're the worst. And I'm like, I just walk in. 
And I didn't know how this was going to go, but this is how it went. I walked in and I said, give me your husband's keys. Give me your husband's credit card and we'll return with all of the stuff that you want. And within 60 seconds, I was in the truck and we were driving away. I can't, I can't believe. I can't either. I, I can believe I had the credit card. That truck is worth more than my life. It's a brand was... new F-150. It's gore. It's a King Ranch. It's gorgeous. It's his dream car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a year old. And I, when you said that, I was thinking, I don't get to drive the truck. <laughs> I was like, and I, I live with him, you know, and I'm nice to him. And yeah, I kiss his face. And I was like, what are you I don't you know done? if you're nice to him. I think we're playing two truths and a lie. And I think two of those things were true and one was a lie. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. Nathan's going to give you his truck and his credit card. I was thinking, what planet do you live on? You and Edmund? I was thinking, there's no way. This is like, seriously, it's like a fraternity coming by saying, hey, could we use your house for a weekend party? And, and us being like, sure, that'd be great. And then packing up a duffel bag and leaving for the weekend. I couldn't believe it. I literally was like, Nathan's going to first hate me because this man is building me a TV studio, basically. It's like a legit studio. And he said all this other stuff. We've got people here at the house working today. We've got an architect flying in. I was like, the last thing he's going to do okay, is we don't need the list credit card. Proving how rich you are. Let me tell no, my no, story. No, 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 so, no. It's things we have to do. It's like actual things we okay, have to do. Okay, you're this done. This is not you're, a we thing. Have, we have to end the segment. Let me finish my story. Is, Stop talking about how rich you are. I'm not. So, I was like, this I, is not important. All right, you're muted. All right, so uh, I get in the truck. And literally, I realized at that moment that literally everyone at that house was there solely to make you happy and keep you happy. That's This is the moment I realized it because I'm like, hey, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to go for asking for the truck and, and the credit card. I got it. I got in the truck. And at that moment, I realized I had made a huge mistake. I was never I have not been as anxious and stressed as I was driving that truck for 40 minutes each way in Houston because it, I, it that truck is literally worth more than me alive. That's like, not I, true. I, I was driving the truck. It was so anxious. I didn't know how to work it. There's so many buttons. Like rich people's trucks just do diff different things that I don't even know are possible. And it's doing stuff and it's like, here's an alert. And I'm like, sure. I don't know what that alert means though. So <laughs> we're just going to keep going. And we drive there. And I think, okay, I'm going to Ikea for the first time. This has got to be something cool, right? I get to Ikea. There's a th 1,300 people in the parking lot. There's a, you know, a double inside. The building is super tall and huge. And, like, we were packed in like sardines. So, like, you know how you wanted people to be 60 feet from you at the house? <laughs> I just wanted six inches to myself. Like, there, there's so many people in there. They're super stressful. I'm not good at, like, manly stuff. So, like, the whole Ikea is like, this is how you build things. And I'm like, I'm just feeling so, like, insufficient because I can't, I can't do anything in this building. Edmund, who, who is good at building things, he leaves me. So I have flashbacks to my dad leaving me in, like, hardware stores. He's like, hey, here, do this thing. And I'm like, dad, you left me uh, to Edmund. You know, I'm like... So I, I'm like cold sweating and like anxious and I'm lost inside of Ikea 
And then, I, like, everything's fine because we leave. Like, all I want to do is leave. We were in there for an hour and a half to get, like, six things. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I have to, then I have to get in the car and drive back. And, like, Edmund was like, you know, before we left, we're going to spend all this quality time together. And I can't even hold up conversation because I'm like, I just don't want to wreck this truck. At that point, I'm not even caring about my own life. Like, I wasn't even thinking that if we get in a wreck, I might die. I was just like, I might dent this truck, and then I'll want to die. You know? So... All Taylor. that being said, we were all anxious and nervous and, and, and scared at times, all to make and keep you happy. And that's all <laughs> everyone in that house did all weekend. You're and I realized worst. that that's how your husband lives all the time. <laughs> Taylor! You, you know what Nathan said to me right before we started recording? He goes, I hope Taylor's nice to you today. And I said, well, that's a big hope. I was, I was like, it's not going to happen. First of all, I was going to say something nice about you. I was going to say, you did a great job. The truck was fine. You did great. And you and Edmund did a great job picking out all the things. And I just want to put on the record, I did not say that we had to get all this stuff. Edmund wanted to see a finished product. He wanted to see the studio done. I didn't care. Well, it's not done. You're recording in a closet. (laughs) (laughs) So it was not about my happiness. I felt bad because Edmund had this vision. And I wanted his vision to happen. And so anyway... There you go. You did a great job, and I'm going to be nice to you, even though you're choosing 2020 not. vision, I would have stayed home on Saturday. <laughs> you would not. You... No, seeing Edmund was worth it. Well, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to keep this thing of Taylor being anxious going, because we're going to take a little break. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to talk about how I got the cops called on me this week. Don't go anywhere. Here we are. We've spent some time together today, and I hope that you've been enjoying it. Uh, If you've made it this far, I would say that you probably are enjoying it, or you're at least thinking, I'm going to stick around and see if the next segment is any better. Either way, you're here. So if you could please do a couple of things for us. One, if you're listening on the podcast, hit the subscribe button so that every episode just automatically downloads. It's a huge help for us, and it makes sure that you'll never miss a show. If you're listening on YouTube, watching us, hello, I'm beautiful today. Uh, just give us a subscribe. That would be great. Hit the little subscribe button, the bell button. It notifies you whenever we have uh, new shows, new videos, all that stuff. And if you're listening on one or the other and have not talked about the other, do the other. That sentence made a lot of sense, and I hope that you got it. Okay, bye. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll, and that is Olivia Jessica Harrison. Oh. Yeah, that's gross. It's real gross. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> That's repulsive. Olivia Eugene Harrison. We're getting back to the the real thing. Olivia Eugene is is my favorite. That's fine. So, I'll take that. I left a big tease at the end of at the end of the last segment. Uh, I most definitely had the cops called on me. On purpose, like like legit. Like not on purpose, but yes, legit. <laughs> like they came to your house, to your home. They did. They didn't end up showing up, but they okay. were definitely called. Okay, I'm ready. So uh, it gets worse. <laughs> They were called because I set off the alarm at my old place of business. Your <laughs> so, old place of bi- Where is that? A, a place. So I worked oh. at a place for the first five years that Got I lived it. in this city. I, I left it at the, when COVID happened. Okay. And I've been working for Fort Catholic full time. 
But I didn't set off any Forte Catholic alarms because God knows we don't have any because we don't have anything worth stealing. Uh, so so uh, I was leading I, – I lead a, a, men, a men's – a boy's Bible study. They're very s- small men. Uh, they're, they're juniors in high school. Most of them are larger – they're taller than me, but I'm, I have much more girth because they're still youthful. I tell them all they're going to look like me in 10 years, and they're all like – they used to laugh, and now they're like, man, he's right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the older they get, the more they're like, wow, we've seen all of our friends do this. You know, like, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so I lead this this Bible study, and we we meet – at this place at the Catholic school that I've worked at for years. But because I no longer work there in the capacity that I used to, I had to give back a lot of my keys. So I only have my coaching keys now. I don't have the keys to like the Jesus buildings because you know, I quit on Jesus or whatever. So Taylor. Uh, so uh, I need the keys to the Jesus building. And I, I'm like, Oh, when I go pick up my kids from school, I'm going to swing by the ablaze office. My, one of my best friends, Sarah is the youth minister. She's like the person in charge of this whole thing. Um, so I just need the keys and I forgot to go get them. So I texted her. I'm like, I re- I just got home. I don't want to drive all the way back to like almost literally the same place that I just was. Uh, can you just hide them for me? Can you leave them somewhere for me outside the ablaze office? I'll come get them. And she hides them <laughs> in a, in a bush and a, a bush has, it looks the same all the way around. Right. <laughs> like you've seen it. You've seen it. Yeah. So, she takes a picture. It's like, hey, it's in the corner, but it's a rectangle. So I don't know which corner. None of the leaves look particularly different. <laughs> so I'm, I spent four minutes on my hands and knees, like digging in this bush. Like it literally looks like I'm trying to break into this place. You know, like I don't know what's going on. And the neighbors are confused because they used to see me all the time. Now they don't see me. And now I'm digging. You know, like, right. <laughs> like, like, you're, like you're an angry post worker and you're like coming back for revenge. Right, right. No, you so, left. Yeah. So I, I finally find the keys. And then I go uh, to to the to the place. We have our Bible study. And then I go back. And I'm like, oh, like I'll just put them back where I found them. Because she won't have to dig for them. She knows where that she put them. So if I just put them back exactly where I put them or where she put them, it'll be fine. Does that make sense? Yeah. Just going to return things where I found them. That's yes. what I was taught. But I was also taught to be super loving, especially yeah. to those who love you, because that's the best. So I can see that's worked I, out well. I love Sarah. Sarah loves me. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do something extra loving. Like, she's a, she's a fine young woman. She doesn't need to be digging around in, this, in these bushes. There's a mail slot, like, in the door. So I'm just going to push the keys through the mail slot. I push the keys through the mail slot to be loving to my friend, and the alarm goes off because of the noise. <laughs> the keys hit hit the ground, and the alarm goes. And set and it off? Set it off, and because I used to work there, I know that when the alarm goes off, the police get called. Right, <laughs> so, that's how they work. Yeah, alarm. So I call my old boss, and I say, he said, hey, buddy, what's up? I'm eating dinner. And I'm like, the police are coming uh, and they're about to call you because I know also that that's the process. Right. So uh, so the police call him. He calls the police off. And I'm like, so then I have to drive over, get his keys. Oh, my gosh. Drive back over, unlock the building, unset and reset the alarm. Because even though I'm not an employee, I know all the codes. <laughs> so I take the keys that I dropped in the mail slot and I return them to sarah's desk i put them on the desk 
which is the most loving thing I could do. She left them for me outside in a bush. I left them on her desk. So I went through all that trouble to be loving to my friends. And like, I know that you recognize how loving I am. (laughs) I was just sitting here thinking like, is that what all this has been for these last, this last year and a half is love. Is that what this is? Cause you're so bad at it. That's great. Taylor. See, Jesus says that like, we should love our enemies. Right. That's difficult. Cause he says, even the pagans, even the worst people love those who love them. Sarah's really good at loving me. She's so loving. You, on the other hand, you're a little bit more difficult. So it's a little bit more difficult to love you. To love me. <laughs> I am difficult to love. That's what we've learned over this year and a half. Live is difficult to love. Well, that's good to know. 100%. 100%. <laughs> so I text Sarah and uh, I, I call her. She doesn't answer. And she says, what? <laughs> said, well, there's good news and there's bad news. The good news is that I did something very loving for you. I put your keys back on your desk. How did you pull off this miracle, you ask? Well, I first returned the keys to the mail slot. This set off the alarm in the office. Wonderful times. Uh, But don't worry. Your keys are on the desk because I love you. So I went through all of that in my evening just to be loving to my friend. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel like I should send her smoked salmon. (laughs) She won't eat it for 100%. I know her so well. She would not eat it. You know what? I'll offer her the ones that you sent me. You should. And see what happens. See what she says. Give her the fig jam. Yeah. No. Oh, geez. Well, I'm glad that you figured out how to not get called by the police. That's really funny, though. That's really, really funny. That's where that whole, like, no good deed goes unpunished kind of a thing. And that's how people. 100%. Well, totally. People believe that. And it's hard. It's like when you leave confession and all of a sudden you, like, stub your toe or drop, like, a can of beans on your foot. I don't know. Like, random stuff will happen. And then you're like blah blah like you just say like horrible words you're like oh my gosh i just walked out of confession (laughs) it's already over i was shiny for three seconds you know right it's awful i've got a i've got a few stories right along those lines and you you set me up perfectly for that and you didn't even realize it (laughs) that i'm that Uh, good (laughs) you set me up perfectly in two ways by with the premise of what you were talking about like you know coming out of confession that sort of thing but also with the word beans you said the word beans which is a miracle (laughs) because 100 percent you don't know what i'm ever going to talk about next because you don't care so (laughs) this story revolves around taco bell which is a seller of beans yeah and is also a place uh, i'll just tell the story and everyone will see how it connects so friday night the day before the police got called on me i uh We had our football game, and we're playing this team from my hometown, which was a lot of fun. So my my hometown team had to come up here, and they're they're let's just say they're not very good. They're not a great football team this year. Let's qualify it as much as we can. So we came in knowing that we were going to win. Our kids came in knowing that we were going to win. We won fifty five to six in the third quarter because we have a mercy rule forty five points. At halftime or later, and the game's over. So we scored. Game was over. I was fuming the whole game. We we played our worst game. We won fifty five to six. I was fuming. We you know how like you can like play down to competition. Like if the competition's not as good. Yeah. Like we have kids who are tremendous athletes. No one ran more than seventy percent. Like speed. Don't you like, think it, that's because they went in with the mindset of knowing we're going to annihilate this team, so we don't need to try or care? Wouldn't you have 100%. done that, Taylor? That sounds like a very Taylor reaction. No, no, not no. as an think athlete. Of, think about think okay. about who I am. Yeah, Taylor as an just athlete. Got take it. a moment. Got no, it. Think about who I am as a person, 
What do you think I did to lesser competition? Oh, yeah, that, that's fair. You I crushed them, them and I let them know it. Yeah, you put them in a, in a tree trimmer. Yeah, I got it. I understand. So, so we're, we're, I'm frustrated. Like, like lack of effort drives me crazy. Like, if people aren't as skilled, that's one thing. You can't be mad about that. You can you can help them work and get better just as a coach. But lack of effort is what drives me insane. And we had a bunch of kids who are tremendous athletes, some of the best players on our team that just weren't giving the effort that they should, making bonehead plays, like literally over and over again, I'm pulling them out because they did. They have one job. They did the one thing wrong over and over and over again. When they know better, they can do better. And like, I'm, I'm just frustrated because I know that they can do it. They've done it perfectly earlier times in the day, last week, the week before. Like we're undefeated. Like we're having a good season. I've watched them do it correctly and they're just consistently doing it wrong. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? I'm so frustrated. And so here I am. After the game, me and the other coaches, like, like I'm fuming. They're, they're like, a little frustrated, but I'm just, like, <laughs> So angry. Yeah. Like, the Hulk. I, I, and I'm, like, we're one, we won 55 to 6. It didn't even play the whole game, and I'm, and I'm so frustrated. So, finally, I'm, I'm driving home, and it's, it's, you know, 10 o'clock at night, and I haven't eaten dinner. So, I'm, like, okay, I need to go get some food. And I made the poor choice of going to Taco Bell. So, I go, I go to Taco Bell, uh, and... I, I go through the drive-thru because they're like dining rooms not open because they don't want to be around me either. They're very much, you, you're very much like Taco Bell. I've told people. I've sent out your <laughs> so, photo. So yeah, exactly. I, I, I posted up there yeah. uh, along with the police wanted post. Dripping with COVID, this guy. <laughs> you probably so, are. No, I got uh, dripping with antibodies. Oh, so geez. I go through the drive-thru. Drive-thru takes like 20 minutes. I order my food and I, I, I get exactly what I want. And it's one of those things that like, I was so frustrated that I didn't want to eat, but I knew I was hungry. I don't know if that makes sense. So like even like deciding where to go, yeah. I didn't want to go anywhere. So I picked Taco Bell, which, you know, <laughs> right. great choice. Too. Right. So I go there, I order what I want. I don't, I, I'm, it's one of those things I even when I get there, I'm staring at the menu. I'm like, I don't want any of this. <laughs> I hate all of it. Yeah. I'm angry. So I finally figure out what I want. I order, I get, I get my food. The lady's so nice. And then I'm driving home. And as I'm driving home, I'm listening to, to our friend, Father Anthony, on his other little podcast, Clerically Speaking. And he's talking about how in spiritual direction, anytime he does spiritual direction for anybody, uh, he uh, he waits till like the third or fourth session. And he just listens. Good spiritual directors listen. And then they'll, you know, they'll chime in when they need to. But I'm paraphrasing, uh, obviously, it like... Hopefully, after I tell the story, you'll want to go listen. It's the latest episode of Clerk Speaking. Go listen to it. Father Anthony's, uh, he, he's all right sometimes without me, but obviously tremendous on this show. So uh, he, he's okay sometimes. He says some okay things without without my supervision every now and then. You're so hilarious. He's talking about this, and uh, like three or four sessions in, they finally get to the point. Because I don't know about, have you gone to Spiritual Direction? I have. Yeah, I have. It. Currently, I have a Spiritual Director. I actually just saw him. I, every time I go to spiritual direction, I feel worse about myself because it's the time that I have to sit down for an hour. It's not my spiritual director's fault. Well, one of my spiritual directors of the past was 100% his fault. But most, I, it's like I have to take stock of myself for the last month. And I'm like, man, I'm not that good. You know, and like, I just feel real bad about myself. And like, my spiritual director's like, it's okay, buddy. Like, God still loves you. And I'm like, yeah, but does he? And, <laughs> should he? I'm now questioning like, God. <laughs> should he? 
does he do i you know like i don't know yeah i'm not sure what i'm getting out of this yeah and he's like you know people are beating themselves up he's like this is the pretty typical thing i'm like okay he's not my spiritual director but that's me and he says something so simple and it's one of those things that like you know you've had god moments before where like you felt god god's presence or you felt like he was sharing something with you and i have too but it's been Quite some time. It's been a few months. You know, I'm sure people uh, keeping a ticker board at home uh, can remember the last episode. It's probably 40 episodes ago that I was like, hey, I felt the call from God today. I would love it if someone actually had that board at home. If you do, I want a photo (laughs) and I want you to send it. It's 210 episodes and there's two tick marks for the two days. Since Taylor had a God moment. It's like one of those nobody got hurt. At the workspace yet? Today. Oh, you used Our that joke safety. Saturday too, and nobody heard it, so you're reusing it. I like that. Did so, I? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Didn't remember. <laughs> Subcon. It's only your sub. Your subconscious is smarter than you are. Your subconscious remembered it. There you, you go. Uh, but so I, I, I'm hearing this podcast while I'm driving home, and essentially, like, I'm, I'm about to tear up because he's like, essentially. They re- people realize that they don't accept God's love for them. It's like they might even they might know God loves them, but they don't accept it. And I'm like, you're right, I don't. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I know you do, but I don't like me so much that I put that on you. You know, and and like he said all these other things, and it was just this it, it, ten minutes of just like truly feeling God talking to me through that shaggy haired Italian Father Anthony. You know. And uh, he's going to hear this and be super upset that I brought it up. But uh, you did something good, Father Anthony. None of us like ourselves. It's fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> Father Anthony's amazing. So I'm tearing up. I was, I, I was probably because I was just so fr- – I'm feeling all the emotions yeah, all at once. That's a lot super of Super frustrated. Yeah, you have a lot and of then, feelings. And, and Taco Bell. <laughs> hunger and confusion on what to order at Taco Bell. And then love and sadness all at the same time. You know, it's like – I, I didn't accept that God loves me, so I don't like me, but also God likes me now. And I'm very, you know, very, I get home and I'm feeling all this love, you know, like if it was like that moment, like, you know, I'm, I'm getting home to my wife and the baby because, you know, the baby's the only one that's awake at 10 o'clock at night. Like she puts my wife to sleep half the time and then I put her to bed when I get home. You know, she just runs the house alone for she a does. while sometimes. Yes. She's very self-sufficient. <laughs> Uh, so more cute. self-sufficient than you are. That's for being honest. <laughs> That's why I'm her biggest fan. I love that kid. She's great. She uh, great. Uh, so just loving and hugging on her. And, and it was just this beautiful moment. And I'm just like, man, like this is good. And then, so I'm like, okay, Felicity, come here. And like, you know, it's, it, she usually goes to sleep. Like I'll just watch TV and she'll go to sleep. So like, and if I'm eating dinner, like she'll just play while I'm eating dinner. And then when I'm done eating dinner, I'll pick her up and she'll conk out within like two minutes. Right. So I sit down, and just after all this beautiful moment, I go, I sit down, and I'm, I'm, I turn on the TV. I open up my Taco Bell bag. I had ordered four things. <laughs> there were two things in my bag, neither of which I ordered. I spent like 15 bucks at Taco Bell and got $2.50 worth of food. So immediately the anger returned, <laughs> <laughs> ruining this beautiful moment. I'm mad. I, I was being so loving. I was letting my wife go to sleep so that I could be with the put, t- t- put the baby, I, having this beautiful moment, loving on her, and I'm just fuming immediately. <laughs> like, 
everything's gone wrong tonight, and then everything went right, and now everything's back to going wrong. I have to, and then I have to just like it's like that decision fatigue. I couldn't make a decision. I just sat there fuming for five minutes. Like, am I just gonna order food and pay for it? Am I gonna? I called Taco Bell five times. They didn't answer. I'm like, am I really gonna? Yeah, out of a. Am I really gonna drive back up there? And and like I know that the inside's closed. I'm gonna have to sit in that freaking drive-through again to get my food. They're gonna spin at it, and they're not gonna believe me. Like all this stuff's happening. I finally make the decision. I'm so upset. I go. My wife isn't asleep yet. Like, but she's you know in bed resting. I bring the baby to her. I'm like, I'm leaving. <laughs> I get in the car. I bring it back. I go. I drive to Taco Bell, and I'm not sitting in that line. I, I I walk up and I go knock on the door. <laughs> I'm like not begging on the door, but like, hey, <laughs> you gave me the wrong food. They're like, get in line, and I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> you know? This is like I eleven get... o'clock at night. Like this is like late now. Oh, so now you're crazy. Been... This is not the story when the cops were called because I feel like this should be no, the story no. when the cops were called. <laughs> <laughs> I end this segment with the cops were called on me again. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm waiting no, for so it. I... I'm in line and I have to sit in, in this carpool or the, not carpool, carpool. The, the, whatever, whatever. I'm just fine with it. I'm Who's sitting in the carpool now? line. now? You're like, I don't want to sit in lines. No, I'm not. I'm a human person. I'm, you're hilarious. So yes, I, you're I, back I sit in the line. line. I knock. He's like, uh, you know, you have to go get in line. I go get in line. And he has the, he, he knows I'm the car there. And he goes, all right, welcome to Taco Bell. How can I serve you? You gave me the wrong food. I just told you that through the closed door. Why are you asking me? He said, sir, what did you order? Or he said, what did we give you? I'm like, I have no idea. I'm not a Taco Bell food identifier. I just know that it's not what you gave me. <laughs> so he's like, what, what did you order? And I'm like, this and this. And he's like, I get there. And he's like, I'm like, here, this is what you gave me. And he's like, we can't take it back. And then I'm like, well, you wanted me to prove it. So I don't know what you want from me. And then he's like, well, here's your food. No offer for money back. No gift card. Nothing free. I just spent an hour and 15 minutes to get Taco Bell, which I didn't even really want in the first place. (laughs) And it completely ruined my moment with Tom. (laughs) Even Father Anthony couldn't save you. I know. The best thing that he said was ruined within 10 minutes. That's hilarious. But you did get two extra Taco Bell items. I threw it away. I don't know what they are. Which I love that you never actually said the word beans in this scenario. I've been waiting That's for you to say. I don't, I, I don't <laughs> order things with beans in them, but I'm pretty sure the two things that I, that were given to me were just tortillas and beans. That would have been my order. That's what my family, it's, can I tell you, that's my family's favorite place to eat for fast food because we're vegan and they're so vegan friendly. Well, they're, they were not friendly to me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should be vegan. Maybe that's the takeaway. Maybe uh, Taco Bell will love me, I'll love me, and God will love me more if I become vegan. And you'll throw away the st- fish I sent you. See, it'll be a win-win. 100% that is happening. Watch that be the best thing you put in your mouth is that fish. That's what you should have done. See, you were fighting it, Taylor. Well, that was a hilarious story. I can't here's, believe. Here's what this story proves. I what would rather spend proof? an hour and 15 minutes getting Taco it's Bell than eating story. that fake like, fish you sent me. I feel like I need Taco Bell now. Like I, I like- just I just completely wrapped everything together and you're talking over me. You didn't even hear the greatest close to the segment ever. You've been ever. talking for 30 minutes. All right, that's it. We'll be back later. Maybe Liv will be back. We'll see what happens. 
what we haven't discussed in quite some time? Forte Catholic merch. It's just hanging out in my bedroom. It made it sound weird, but it is where we store <laughs> the boxes of Forte Catholic t-shirts, hats. We've got two different styles of shirt, one with the logo, one with a bunch of words that have to do with God and Jesus and the radio and that sort of thing. And we've got a Make Thousand Fun Again hat. We've got a Forte Catholic logo hat. We've got all kinds of stuff. You can head on over to ForteCatholic.com slash store. And the cool thing about this is if you buy this merchandise, it means that my kids will get Christmas presents. So win-win. Hold on. My mom's calling. Welcome back, Liv, I guess. <laughs> I am your friend. You do realize we're on the same side, right? Like, I mean, you are aware. I'm I'm on Team Taylor. I think we're friends, but I don't think we're on the same side. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, all, we only have a little bit of time because uh, you talked too much last segment. So Right. I'll just sit here and blink. I, I remember my lane again. Sorry, everybody. I apologize. Do you, remember, do, you, do you know Morse code? You can have your own conversation with the listeners on YouTube if you can talk in Morse code with your eyelashes. Yeah. I, <laughs> yes. Sorry. I, I overtook that last that last segment. It was my fault. I own For it. For sure. So... Uh, we talked earlier about how, like, I'm not a manly person anymore. I put all of my baskets when I was young about, like, being manly was all athletic stuff. Like, I was a man. I was going to crush you. And then I can't do the athletic stuff anymore. And now I'm left with nothing because I put all my eggs in one basket. You're so, looking like, swole. I'm, I disagree. You walked into the garage and all of us gasped. And we were like, when you came on Saturday to visit... Me, Edmund, whoever else was here. And we all were like, whoa, Taylor, like you look fantastic. So you can't say that anymore. You've been going to the gym every but flipping day. I, I know, but what you don't realize is me walking in is my full speed. Like that's as fast oh, as I can go. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about <laughs> speed. That's fine. That's because you're 30 now, Taylor. You're an old man. All right. You're talking too much again. So... <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry I gave you a compliment. I apologize. Yes, yeah, yeah, you look yeah. like no. crap. Thank you. So I, what was I saying? I was talking about. You're something. not athletic. You're not. Oh a yeah, man. I'm not a man. That's what we were talking about. Right. So like when I when Edmund built all this stuff, I felt super insufficient because I couldn't have built any of it. We're in IKEA. I felt lost because I was like I was just reminded that I don't know how to build anything or do anything manly. So uh, yesterday, the day after I was at your house, I was uh, it was, was my wife's birthday. So uh, all I know how to do, I can't do anything manly. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, I'll go buy her flowers, girly. I'll take her out to lunch, neutral. Uh, I'll take her out to dinner later, also neutral, you know. Uh, but she t- she went and took a nap and I took all the kids. So I was being a, a good dad in the sense that I kept, to me, being a good dad is keeping the kids away from my wife. I don't have to actually pay attention to them or hang out with them, but just keep them away from her. And, and, and that's the best dad I could be. So I put, I made the baby cry so much that she fell asleep. So that was perfect. So she was asleep on her bed. And then I take the other two kids outside. I, I asked my neighbor who's very manly. Uh, I ask him a question. I know the answer to that. I, I, I didn't know it, know it, but I knew that he had one. I was like, Hey, do you have a pressure washer? Of course he does. So I, I go next door. I'm like, you know what, Sam, while Sam's taking a nap, baby's taking a nap. I'm just going to knock out. I'm going to pressure wash our driveway and our little sidewalk up to our front door. 
because back when I was, you know, young and strapping, I, I power washed people's houses and, and, and like driveways for money. I pressure washed and going through it. I'm like, I get through like an hour and I'm like, this is going to take a lot longer than I planned because I'm like a third of the way through after an hour. I'm like, oh no. So I'm pressure washing this whole thing. And like our driveway was nasty. Like it was very gunky, like just gross. So like it looks tremendous now. Like it looks amazing. So like my wife, of course, wakes up because, you know, she didn't take a four hour, near three and a half hour now. It took me three hours, three and a half hours to finish this whole project. I'm exhausted by the end. And, you know, like, if you like if you work with power tools like they shake yeah so like my my right hand was still like shaking Vibrating. for like yeah. you know, like an hour after yeah. and i'm like what is happening so i finally do this manly thing and my wife my wife was super happy with it i was happy with it like our at our house you know looks a lot better the whole thing looks nicer and i felt really good about doing this manly thing, but I, I, I did have, you know, you talked at the beginning of the show about coming out of confession, right? So, and I, I had this one, it was like, oh, it's a perfect segue for something we'll talk about in 40 minutes whenever you're done talking. So, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm, I'm power washing and like, you know, it, it's going from like, a, I mean, it's essentially black and it, it's going to like a nice, like kind of light white gray, right? Cement. Yeah. Yeah. Cement color. Right. Yeah. <laughs> New cement color. Fascinating. But. But there's also a lot of things on there. Like there were these like green dot, like I just like stuff from the trees, you know, oh, that yeah. like were deeper, deeper stains. And there was a, a couple of things that looked like oil that like, you know, like mostly like most of that black stuff is like oil and car stuff, but like deep, deep, deep stains that I couldn't get out. Like some of them I could get out with a little bit more time and some of them I couldn't get out at all. But still, I mean, still like even with those little stains that are that are on it now. Like it still looks hundred ninety five percent better than it did, right? There's still that five percent, and I was like, oh, like this is. I literally, I was thinking about it, and it wasn't even like a thing, like for the show. It was again, like God trying to show me love because I ruined it the night before at Taco Bell, you know. Like, yeah. but it was this whole thing of like Taylor, you, this this driveway has kind of like been your soul recently. Mm. Very dark, very very dark. And like, I, like, he's like, I really want to do the power washing on your soul. Right. And like, when that happens, it's just like the gunk comes off. Wow. Right. But then you realize like, oh, there's, there's some other stains that are harder to get out. Like the, tr the stuff from the tree, like sap, green, greenery stuff. Like if I push the pressure washer, like literally all the way to the ground, like I wouldn't even see it go away. I would literally have to put it all the way to the ground and pick it up. And then those stains were gone. And then there were. There were other stains that were like, literally, like no matter what I did, I couldn't get them out. There's a few of those. So I was like, that's like, that's the spiritual life. Like I'm really gunky and I need to go to confession and going to confession is getting all the gunk off, like all that, like that top layer. And it's, it's, that's 95% of the work. Right. But then there's still these other things that like, you need to focus on a little more like the, the gunk from the trees where it's like, you know, this, this is after confession. Like I'm the driveway with the a little bit of gunk still on it. Like I still have yeah. my connections to sin. I, you know, uh, I, you know, I pray for the grace to never sin again, knowing that I'm going to. You know, like yeah. that's that gunk. You know, and it's like that's going to take some work. That's going to take the prayer. That's going to take growing in virtue. That's going to take all of that stuff. And then there's those other things that are like things that aren't going to heal. Like mm -hmm. the like, like deep, deep, deep scars where it's like this is like core wounds. It's like experiences, things that are not going to heal, but 
what I, what I don't realize is so often in my spiritual life, I focus on the gunk. I focus on the scars, right? When, if I take a step back, it's like 95% of this is better. Mm. When I choose to go to confession, choose to pray, choose to live a holy life. And, uh, I think that was God showing me again that he loves me just keeping Taco Bell out of it this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you make a good argument for purgatory as well. Like, you know, when you're trying to explain to people why purgatory exists, that even though, you know, you have been cleaned and saved and, and all the things and forgiven that you still have to go through a purging because like we we're talking about those deep core wound things, because you can't go to heaven without being perfect. I mean, heaven's perfect. God can't be in sin. That's why he, you know, that's why Mary was the Immaculate Conception. He can't survive. So I think that's a really great analogy. Now you got something to talk well, to those you. boys about. Yeah, and you you just solved what my purgatory is going to be. Purgatory for me is going to be my eyes being pressure washed. That's today's show. <laughs> I'm Taylor Stroll. That's Olivia Newton-John. I'll be back next week. Say it! Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Just another reminder, if you didn't listen 30 minutes ago, please like, subscribe, rate the show, comment if you're watching on YouTube, uh, leave a rating if you are listening on podcast it would mean a ton to us uh and if you like the work that forte catholic is doing you can always support us with a tax deductible gift over at forte catholic.com slash donate thank you guys so much god bless and i'll see you soon